Hello, 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 and welcome to Fully Blooming with me, Ola Parks. In a world where we are inundated with information telling us what to do and who to be, this podcast is here to remind you that you already have all the strength, power, and wisdom within you to fully bloom, and your intuition is the key to unlocking it all. Enjoy the episode. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Fully Blooming. Today we are talking about commitment and probably not in the way that you are expecting. Um, We associate commitment with relationships and friendships and just really that kind of relationship with someone else. But actually I want to talk about a commitment to ourselves and Commitment is scary in whatever form it takes, right? Whether it is to a relationship, to a friendship, to yourself, to a job, um, to your fitness, whatever it is, to your healing even. And I'm going to say it now, commitment is messy, it's dirty, it's sweaty, it's scary. And I think you, or for me, I've only really understood this when I've actually fully committed to something um, and actually realised this whole process and what it actually means to fully commit to something. And I'm going to use my own example and my own situation at the moment to kind of demonstrate what I'm talking about. (sighs) So, (laughs) we have just had the full moon eclipse and eclipse season is really here to show you where you are seeing in your comfort zone, where you are um, dimming your light, where you're not really reaching for your goals or not really committing to your goals and where you're kind of keeping yourself small. And of course, I have been asked to really demonstrate and show my commitment to something during this time. So I arrived in Switzerland on the day after the new moon (laughs) and of course and I've been here since and I'm going to be here until the end of the winter season in theory. I've got a few other ideas in the back of my head but um, that is the plan at the moment as we know plans are created to be changed (laughs) and to be they're just a structure that our human selves can kind of have right before the universe actually shows us what the plan is if that makes sense and I have truly committed to passing a few exams for my next level of being a ski instructor so as well as being a women's life coach and intuitive healer I am also a ski instructor And I did my first qualifications 10 years ago, which is terrifying to say. Um, And also really quite incredible. Um, Every time I say it, I cannot believe it's been 10 years. Um, And it's interesting because a lot of stuff has been, I think when you hit a marker like that, it brings up a lot of stuff. So um, it is also the 10 year anniversary of leaving schools. There was a school reunion for that. And it's just really interesting how um, I had a dinner with someone when I was still in Turkey and they said it's whether you hit 20 or 30 or 40, um, each decade is so different. And it really 
has made me think about what the next 10 years are going to be like and starting to think about that and get excited about it um, because it is going to look very very different from the last 10 years because of course I've changed um, the world is changing and yeah it's a fascinating process um, and it does feel like there's been a lot of reflection at the moment as well with the eclipses so we've kind of come out of a huge cycle um, so that the full moon that was on the 29th of October or 28th I believe uh, 28th it was Saturday night. I've lost track. I'll explain why in a minute, but I've lost track of the days and times. Um, it was in uh, the Taurus and Scorpio north and south nodes. And that cycle has actually ended. So we're going to move into new north and south nodes. And that cycle started on the new moon in November 2021. So this has always also been a really interesting time of reflection um, for this kind of period of time as well and what um, we're really drawing to an end and what the lessons have been learned etc etc so I've arrived in Switzerland and I yes committed to these exams I have taken both of them previously in the past so I took one eight years ago and one two and a half years ago and um, didn't pass either of them and the one I took eight years ago really, um, it really affected me. Um, it was a teacher exam and it actually, looking back, I think really terrified me of teaching, even though I absolutely love teaching and I've always wanted to be a teacher. Um, but it actually, the whole, yeah, the whole thing, I think really uh, was slightly traumatic in a way. I don't want to sound overly dramatic, but... Um, I did not know how to deal with it and it put me off teaching, ski teaching for many years. I had a lot of imposter syndrome after that with ski teaching. So it's taken me a while to get through that and actually realise that um, last year I committed again fully to becoming a ski instructor full time in the winter um, and kind of coming back to my happy place. And so I booked these exams, I think, in maybe August or September, no, September when I was in Turkey. And it was once I booked those exams, it was this moment of, OK, right, we're doing this. Um, we're not messing around anymore. We are fully committing to doing these exams and giving it everything. So um, as you may have heard in the previous episodes I had a couple of incidents in Sri Lanka and the second one that I had actually resulted in me having to go to physio um, and not being able to walk for a couple of weeks properly and all these things so I really fully committed to getting as fit as I possibly could um, in time for the ski training that I then found and signed up for which started just yeah two weeks ago today um and you know I've had my ski boots for four or five years they're very soft um I don't want to go into too much skiing terminology because it won't make any sense to the majority of people um but I also needed to get new skis and it was an investment it's all such a big investment. The exams, getting to Switzerland, accommodation for the seven weeks, um, the ski boots, the ski pass, 
the insurance it is skiing generally is not a cheap sport to participate in um <laughs> generally anyway and it was such a big investment that it brought up a lot of fear of really Ola you're really going to spend this much money and what if you don't pass um what is why are you doing it it brought up a lot of questioning myself um was it really worth it could I spend that money on something else more productive or better for me etc etc and this is what I mean with commitment when we commit to ourselves it is terrifying because we can't if we're fully 100% committing to it we can't half ass it I could of course have not done the training just gone into the exams and be like well I'll just see if I'm potentially good enough um I could have not got new boots I could have not got new skis um there's so many things that I could have just pulled back on and been like, well, that's not fully necessary or anything. And that's why I really want to talk about this topic because it's not just skiing, right? It is, I'm fully committing to myself. I am fully committing that I'm going to turn up and do the best that I possibly can. And in the past, that would have meant for me that I would have pushed and pushed and pushed so I would have pushed myself with the fitness I would have um, just pushed to the point that actually I would have burnt out and what's really interesting is even when I was in Turkey and I was going to the physio and then started doing um, Pilates and then tennis and just starting to get my fitness back and really focusing on particular muscles um, and muscle groups is that I have completely lost my train of thought. (laughs) Oh my goodness, where did it go? It was like a light switch just went off. That's nuts. Um, Okay, interesting. Clearly that train of thought was just meant to end there. Um, That's hilarious. Anyway, we'll continue on. Um... Oh, the burning out. Okay, I'm back. I know what I was talking about. (laughs) Um, Previously, I would have pushed and pushed. I would have, you know, done extreme workouts every single day, probably doing hit and doing a run and going swimming and um, tennis and all of these things in one day. And just to, you know, get my fitness back. And I had a limited amount of time. So just trying to squeeze as much as I could in. And actually this time around, I noticed, started to notice when I did start to do that. And also noticing and being like, this has not worked in the past. So why on earth do you think it's going to work again? Right. And what I'm really grateful to myself for is that I've committed to living and breathing as much as I can my intuition and really following it and doing my best to do that. And by committing I've the word commitment has actually shifted in my understanding of it of my personal experience of it before commitment as I said would have been like just push myself to the extreme limits now commitment is not just commitment to a thing so the end result is passing these exams it is a commitment to myself 
that I am going to listen to my intuition and trust that it is going to get me to exactly where I'm meant to go. So I am committing to listening to my body when it is telling me it's hungry, listening to my body when it's telling me it's tired, when it wants a rest, when it doesn't actually want to work out, when it does have the energy to work out, when it potentially wants me to push myself physically a little bit more and um, develop more strength in a different way or there's so many different ways now that I'm committing because this is a long-term commitment. I am not here to commit myself for two months and then burn out and then be like, well, there you go and then have to recover. No, this is, I think, also what I've learned over the last 10 years is that a commitment is a long-term thing. I don't think I can use the word commitment to a short-term thing. Commitment for me is holistic, it's all-encompassing and as I said earlier it's not committing to a particular thing. If you are committing to a particular thing or a goal I believe that you have to commit to yourself because if you commit to something external to yourself I think you can lose some sort of motivation, you can lose the drive and this is speaking from my own personal experience, it's if I'm committing to myself rather than an external thing, then if I know that I've done the best that I can, whatever the outcome of that external thing is, it doesn't affect me as much. Of course, we're human. (laughs) So it's in some ways will probably affect me. But I believe that committing to myself and trusting and knowing that I've done everything I possibly could in that moment actually that's enough and it comes back to self-worth it's not giving my self-worth to an external thing that validates my me right so I've I could easily say if I don't pass these exams I'm not a good skier or I'm not a good teacher because it's if you pe- is a pass or fail right when actually does it matter if I'm a good skier or a good teacher you know that's that's another discussion <laughs> but if I've done everything that I possibly could and I have worked on my blocks I have worked on my fears especially with the teach exam coming up I'm fully admitting that I am I still have some blocks that I'm currently working through on that Um, just thinking about the exam and thinking about um, being in that situation and not and just trusting that I am a good teacher I love teaching I have a job and I've got I got asked to come back to be a ski instructor for another season because I did a good job right but if we if I completely put my identity on that thing on being the best teacher or whatever then if something external to me doesn't validate that then what I would crumble and that's what I did eight years ago I completely and utterly crumbled because I loved teaching I loved being a ski instructor and someone told me no (laughs) you're you haven't filled the criteria you um 
yeah, didn't, I can't actually remember what the feedback was, but um, that completely and utterly broke me. I had no self-worth, I had no self-belief. And of course, looking back, great, okay, great. I could take, I can now take that feedback on and be like, okay, next time I'm going to do this, this, this. And it, I was so broken because I allowed something external to me validate my self-worth. And that's why I think that commitment to ourselves, commitment to work on our own self-worth, commitment to be simply the best version of ourselves. For me, it's a commitment to follow my intuition. It's so linked with self-worth. And if I have no self-worth, I'm not going to follow my intuition because your intuition makes no sense whatsoever. As I've said multiple times before, it is the thing that doesn't use a mind. It's the, it's usually illogical because we don't know the bigger picture, right? We don't know the what the plan is for us, the universe, what plan, <laughs> what plan the universe has for us. And if you follow that intuition and you fully commit to yourself, you are committing to loving yourself, you are committing to valuing yourself, you are committing to just all aspects of yourself and doing what is best for you and that's why it can be messy that's why it can be sweaty and dirty and an absolute mess because it's I think so many of us growing up we do release so much of that self-worth to an external or validation right and I think if we only commit to one particular thing. So if I only committed to this, these exams, if I only committed to, I don't know, for some reason getting six pack abs, or I only committed to, um, I don't know, being the best chef in the world. This is just random examples that are popping into my head right now, not anything that I actually want to do. Um, I think, I've noticed that if I only commit to one thing, other parts of my life fall apart. And as I said earlier, because I believe it's a long term, if we are fully, truly and utterly committing, we have to commit to ourselves because we have to commit to the long term vision, right? We have to, we can't commit to something at the expense of our mental health, of our physical health of our relationships these are all such important and crucial aspects of our life and looking back in Turkey I said I am fully committing to building all the um back-end stuff all the masculine structures in my business etc etc yes and it came at an expense and at the end of it, I was actually exhausted. I was very happy with what I did, but I noticed towards the end, I was really ignoring so many, like actually not so many, but one particular aspect, which was my relationships and just being in a community and meeting up with people because I kind of had a time limit. So I was like, oh, I've only got two or a week left. So I'm just going to crack on. And actually I was 
not in the best place at the end of it I was absolutely exhausted because I didn't have that balance in my life right and so I think that's why we are also it's so interesting when time constraints come in because that's when we really start to ignore certain aspects and again this is just speaking from my own experience and hopefully some of you resonate some of you might just not at all and that's absolutely fine but I'm just sharing from my own experience because I know speaking from people and friends that this is a common theme that happens and so when we have a time restraint that is when we push ourselves right if I say okay I've got three months to do something that is when we burn out that is when we panic and we really push ourselves past the point of health and balance and I've seen it with myself I've seen it with friends and it was interesting because when I first arrived in Turkey I I was like I've got plenty of time and I was really listening to my intuition I was really listening to my body and things were just flowing a lot easier and then towards the end when I start I booked a flight and I kind of had a end date this time that was when I started to like oh my god I've got all of these things to do and I just have to finish all of this in this time and I was the only one putting that pressure on myself no one else was doing that and that's also just having your own business right no one else is telling you to do anything so you are the only one putting that pressure on but because I had I'm using inverted commas committed to my business I was ignoring so many aspects of myself and it was it's interesting because especially if you're building your own business your business is a part of you in some ways and some ways it's absolutely not but it's your creation it is what your your energy and you're putting it out into the world it's how you are channeling your energy and this is a whole nother episode so by not committing to yourself and trying to build a business that's simply not going to work because so much of your business is a reflection of yourself and it's the same in your relationships it's the same of everything outside of us everything is a reflection of our internal state right so if we're not prioritizing and committing to our whole selves which includes every aspect of our lives then of course we're not going to have that balance and we're not going to have that kind of long-term success that we might be aiming for or the long-term sustainability and coming back to this self-worth point it's to put it into context I so I came two weeks ago so this is in theory the 15th day that I've been here and in theory I should have skied 11 days by now because we would have weekends off instead I have skied three and a half days because the mountain's been shut for wind for storms for all sorts of things and it's been really interesting to observe my reaction 
because even a few months ago, no, not a few months ago, let's say a year ago or two, I'm putting myself down, a couple of years ago, or even longer, because actually when I did the exam last time, it was, I was quite proud of myself in that time. Um, Anyway, in a previous time, (laughs) I would be freaking out because I committed all this money, I committed this time, I've committed, uh, yeah, this time to the training in order to pass the exams, which are in, start in three weeks time. And yes, there was one, two days last week or the week before, I've lost track of time, that I started to panic because I was like, oh my God, like I've come to training because I know I'm not at the level to pass the exams right now. And after that, I was like, well, we're not gonna worry for the next three, four weeks, are we? Like, I'm not gonna live like that. No, thank you very much. And it's weird because I speak to friends and one friend actually commented today. She was like, you're very calm about all of this. Like, considering what's been happening, considering you haven't actually been able to ski and you haven't been able to train, you're, you're quite calm. <laughs> and it comes back to, well, my intuition led me here. And I feel like I'm exactly where I'm meant to be. And if I don't pass the exam, it's fine. It really, it doesn't really impact anything. Previously, it would have impacted me. It would have killed my self-worth. It would have crushed me absolutely but now I'm like well I've been building my or identifying my self-worth and my lack of it and really working on it and it's this kind of well does it actually change anything have am I still committing to myself am I still committing to being in the best health that I can being in the best fitness that I can um being in the best like um mental mindset that I can And yes, I'm still doing it. I'm still doing my yoga. I'm still doing my balance exercises. I'm still doing my fitness. I'm still eating well. I'm still doing all of these things. But even though I could just be like, oh, fuck it. Like, well, I'm going to fail anyway. It's like, up until you do the exam or whatever it is, you have no idea, you know? And I think that's why it's that commitment to that longer term thing, right? It's that, hey, let's just see what happens. And it's a very much a trust of whatever happens is what was meant to happen. And it's okay. It is really, really okay. And I think that's why I just feel fine (laughs) of course it's frustrating because I love skiing and I want to be skiing of course but hey it's mother nature it is things that are out of my control and if I was trying getting angry if I was getting super frustrated at things that that are out of my control that is wasted energy in my opinion because there's nothing I can actually do about it I've paid for the lift pass I'm not going to get a refund on that. I, of course, I can go through insurance, et cetera, et cetera. But what is the point in worrying about things that are completely out of your control? 
If I know that I've committed as much as I can and I am doing whatever I can, then that's all I can do, right? And that's enough. And it's that coming back to that self-worth and self-worth is so tied with that I am statement of I am enough. I am doing enough. I am simply enough. And yes, commitment is scary. It is frustrating. Of course, there's been days where I'm like, oh, fuck it. Like, I just, oh, like, I just want to give up or, but actually, because I'm thinking about the long term, because I'm not thinking simply about these exams, that's what's got me through because actually my general fitness, fantastic. That's great. I'm not doing something just for one particular thing, right? I'm so grateful to how much stronger I'm getting. I'm so much, I'm so grateful for my flexibility, for my mobility, etc., etc. This isn't a short-term thing. And yeah, I mean, it just is. It's nature. <laughs> There's only so much I can do. And intuition led me here. So I'm meant to be here for a reason. I've already had so many absolutely beautiful experiences. And yeah, it's just, hey, like, let's still enjoy life. Let's still just power on through and continue to commit to ourselves fully, whatever shape or form that takes. And if you fully commit to yourself, failure isn't really a thing. I actually wrote down, like, you, when you fully commit to yourself, you almost have to be ready and kind of okay with failing. And of course, failure, it depends what your definition of it is and etc. But for me, I don't really believe in failure or as we know it because if you followed your intuition, if you followed your soul's calling, if you followed what really lights you up, then you're exactly where you're meant to be. And if you have that trust, then it's not really a failure. It is just, that was exactly what was meant to happen. And it's interesting, if you don't fully commit and you fail, then I think that's a different conversation. But if you've done everything that you physically can, and I wish I had told myself <laughs> this 10 years ago when I was doing my A-levels, if I do everything I possibly can, or even if I don't do everything that I possibly can because I have some blocks or I have whatever, it's all okay. It just keeps coming back to that. I am enough. I am enough. And it is all okay. Everything will be okay. And that commitment to yourself and that commitment to just being yourself and following what lights you up and allowing yourself to be guided and not using your mind to figure that everything out 
I don't understand why I've been guided to somewhere that has been shut (laughs) or this particular training or whatever but I trust that it's all going to become clear and again as I was talking about at the very start it's that reflection in 10 years time I am 100% sure that I will be able to reflect back on this time be like oh that's why I had to be there that's why this had to happen that way and I can look back at that exam eight years ago that I failed and I can look back at the exam that oh failed that's what they wrote. (laughs) Um, I can look back on the exam two and a half years ago and be like, hey, actually, I can now be like, right, so I passed those particular elements of that exam, so I can feel a lot more confident about that now, so I know which elements to work on. And it's all in hindsight, right? I can look back and be like, okay, thank you so much for that lesson. Thank you so much for that opportunity to grow in that particular way. And that's why I think there was this two different sentences just came out on uh, I saw a TED talk and it was this professor who was talking about this and yet or not yet sorry and she was saying that in schools rather than saying pass or fail teachers have been writing uh, not yet And the difference it has made in this pupil's resilience, in their achievements, rather than saying, you're a failure, you did not pass this, they said, you're not there yet. And it just opens up such a big, it just, it's so much more expansive, even the words, right? And that's what I continuously say to myself. It was a great study to confirm kind of what I've been working on myself is that I'm not there yet. And yet is such a powerful word. Um, and just you notice if you can use it in your own uh, language and if you're in your own speech with other people and notice when you might interrupt someone and say, hey, have you actually rather than thinking about it this way, can you think about it that you're not there yet? And it just gives you, it feels like so much lighter and so much more expansive, right? (sighs) So, to round it up, commit to yourself. Commit fully to yourself. Commit to because then everything else is incorporated. That means that you're committed to your healing. You're committed to obviously we're fully healed, we don't need to heal, etc, etc, that's, I think I mentioned that in another podcast, but you kind of know what I mean, your self-exploration journey, if you commit to yourself, you are committing to your relationships, your friendships, your work, your fitness, whatever it is, and for me, it's just given me such a degree of calm, knowing that I'm committing to myself and my future self as well and my present self and rather than just focusing on one end result and putting all of my self-worth and validation on that thing if we fully commit to ourselves we are taking back that self-worth we are taking back that claim of our own energy and how we believe and truly love ourselves so on that note I will wrap up and who knows if I'm going to ski tomorrow 
I've no idea. <laughs> I've no idea. Um, but taking each day as it comes and there's not much more I can do. So yeah, sending you all so much love and thank you so much for listening. And if you are interested in diving a little bit deeper into your own kind of self-exploration, but don't really know where to start, I am launching the fully blooming membership space. I'm calling it the exploration space and it's space, space, and it's fully guided by you. So I am setting and providing three elements to it every single month. This is a paid subscription and the things that I'm going to talk about, the things that I'm going to share and help you with and support you with are fully guided by you. So what are you moving through right now? What do you want to explore? What maybe it's the topic of self-worth and external validation, right? Maybe it's that. Um, But it's a collective environment for everyone to kind of realise that we're all moving through the same thing. And it's something that I wish that I had had when I was starting my kind of self-discovery journey myself and just realizing that you're not on your own and it can be hard sometimes this healing discovery self-inquiry journey and just having someone by you who's got your back it makes a world of difference And it actually speeds up the process because rather than keeping it all internally, if you just said it out loud, if you shared it with someone, if you just expressed it and felt that you were held in that space and seen and heard, it shifts everything and it can be incredibly, incredibly healing. So if you're interested in that, um, the link is in the description below and I'm really excited to hold and share this space with you as the world does shift and we are all as a collective as a world community moving through a lot of different things at the moment so i am here to hold and share and support that space and yeah excited to see how we can all step into our light and what really and truly brings us joy and lights us up because There is a lot of darkness in the world at the moment and so we need to shine even brighter and really step into our love and joy and gratitude, those higher frequency energies rather than being sucked down into those um, darker, heavier, lower energies and frequencies. So thank you so much for being here again and I hope to see you in that exploration space and I'm sending you all so much love and yeah have an absolutely incredible beautiful day thank you so much for listening to another episode of fully blooming I hope that you're now feeling inspired empowered and motivated to start listening to your intuition to trust that inner voice and to go after what you want in your own life if you're interested in finding out more about what I do and how I can help you All of my details are in the episode description below and please don't hesitate to reach out if you have any questions. If you enjoyed this episode, I would really appreciate your support by sharing it, rating and subscribing. Remember, every single one of us is here to thrive and expand into all that we're here to be. See you next time for another episode of Fully Blooming.